dear friends and listeners so today in this episode we are going to see about kidney stones so renal stones or kidney stones as are also referred as calculi or urolithiasis or nephrolithiasis so their heart stones are formed in the renal pelvis where the urine collects before traveling down the ureters this can be uh, with symptoms and asymptomatic asymptomatic uh, uh, episodes so they might get stuck at any point along the ureters but commonly at the vesicoureteric junction so two key complications are obstructions and the infections so obstruction leading to the acute kidney injury and the infection leading to obstructive pyelonephritis so what are the types here so there are calcium based stones uh, so 80% of these are the uh, most common type and uh, having raised serum calcium hypercalcemia and low urine output these are the key risk factors for calcium collecting stones and uh, so the two types are calcium oxalate and the calcium phosphate other types of kidney stones include uric acid so these uh, stones are not visible in x ray striuate so this is produced by bacteria and uh, this uh, commonly associated with the infection then the other kidney stone is cystine so this is associated with cystinuria this is autosomal recessive disease so what about the stachon calculus so stachon stones are this uh, forms in the shape of a uh, renal pelvis and giving similar appear- appears uh, like a deer or stack the body sits in the renal pelvis with the horns extending the renal calices so this can be seen in the extras most commonly this occurs in stones made of struvite in recent upper in recur upper urinary tract infection the bacteria can hydrolyze the urine into ammonia presentation so how these things can be present renal stones may be asymptomatic and never cause any issues renal colic is presenting complaint in uh, symptomatic kidney stones or renal colic is uh, unilateral loin to groin pain this can be excruciating so this that means severe pain and colicky that is uh, fluctuating in severity as the stone moves and settles patient often move restlessly due to the pain so there may be associated with hematuria nausea vomiting reduced urinary output symptoms of sepsis infections are also present so what are the investigations do we do in a clinical setup so we used to do the urine dipstick so that usually show the hematuria and infections and uh, blood tests uh, to signs of to check the signs of the infections and kidney function uh, checking the serum calcium helps identify hypercalcemia have caused in the kidney stones and abdominal x-ray so this is to see the calcium based stones uh, uric acid stones will not show up and uh, so if you want to see all the stones so we can use the uh, non contrast computer tomography kidneys ureter and bladder so that is ctkub um that is a initial investigation choice of diagnosing in uh, kidney stones so uh, and we can use the ultrasound also ultrasound of the kidney ureter and bladder uh, is less preferred but uh, this is also done stones can be analyzed to determine type which can be help establish the cause and reduce the risk of recurrence 
so how do we manage we manage with the uh, analgesia so nsaids are more effective type of analgesia so intramuscular diclofenac can be administered or iv paracetamol or nsaids are not suitable then opiates can be very helpful with along with the nsaids uh, we give antiemetics to control the nausea and the vomiting then antibiotics for the infections then watchful waiting so we usually use the stones less than 5 mm below 5 uh, mm so there's a chance of 50 to 80% that without any intervention these uh, stones can be passed uh, so uh, the patient must be advised to drink plenty full of uh, water and um, so another one is alpha blockers also using here to get the passages of the stones then the next intervention is surgical intervention so there are a certain type of surgeries extracorporeal shockwave lithotripsy so that's called as ESWL so this is a laser therapy so we give a laser beam with a <clears throat> under extra guidance so these shockwaves break the stones into small parts and this can be come out with a urination the other one is uteroscopy and laser lithotripsy a camera is inserted where the ureter blader and the ureter and the, when the stone is identified uh, so this is also ta- uh, using targeted lasers making small parts easier to pass then the other one is percutaneous nephrolithotomy so this is a open surgery so it's coming under the general anesthesia so they will uh, uh, insert a nephroscope a small camera on stick and so we have a small incision scope is inserted through a kidney to assess the ureter stones can be broken into small pieces and removed uh, okay then the next one is uh, open surgery open surgery is a uh, list so open surgery can be used to access the kidneys and remove the stones but uh, these methods are nowadays uh, very limited methods and then what about the recurrent stones so once you had this episode so if the stones are coming uh, recurrent and recurrent so uh, what are the things we have to recommend to the patients what are the advices so increase the overall fluid intake 2.5 to 3 liters per day and add fresh lemon juice to water so citric acid bind bind to urinary calcium reducing the formation of the stones and avoid carbonated drinks cola drinks contain phosphoric acid which promote the calcium oxalate formation Reduce dietary salt intake less than 6 gram per day and maintain a normal calcium intake. So low dietary calcium might increase the risk of kidney stones also. And other recommendations for calcium stones are reduce the intake of oxalate rich foods such as spinach, beetroot, nuts and black tea. And for uric acid stones formation reduce the intake of purine rich. Uh, example uh, kidney liver and sardine and spinach limit dietary protein also so two medications that may be used to reduce the risk of recurrence are potassium citrate in a patient with calcium oxalate stones and reduced urinary calcium and tacit diuretics so in patient with calcium oxalate stones and reduce the urinary calcium so in conclusion the people who are having pain back pain and uh, groin to loin pain with chills and rigors and uh, uh, chills and rigors with nausea vomiting so these are the primary symptoms with the low uh, urinary tract symptoms and uh, low abdominal pain so without any uh, delay go and check with your practitioner and uh, he might uh, 
order you certain investigations like x-rays cts or ultrasound scan to rule out what is the underlying diagnosis and once the diagnosis is ruled out and with the size of the uh, stones is uh, if it's below 5 mm then uh, the practitioner will say that uh, you have to take plenty of water otherwise uh, he will arrange you to certain uh, non invasive or invasive procedures to take out these uh, stones and uh, dear listeners and the friends please always remember that you have to take plenty of water and avoid uh, certain foods in your uh, diet so always try to avoid this uh, not always but if you are prone to this disease try to avoid the spinach beetroot so sardines uh, liver kidney so which are the stones forming uh, diet you must avoid these things for if you are having a recurrent attacks like this yes of course and um, avoid uh, the main thing is to follow is um, increase the oral fluids and avoid the carbonated drinks so until next time see you people thank you